From the All-Ireland Business Foundation, this is Elaine Carl bringing you AIBF Business Talk. AIBF is an independent national body tasked with enterprise development and the promotion of best-in-class businesses as business all-stars. Today, I catch up with John Hurt of John Hurt Environmental Services, a professional environmental company who provide a comprehensive range of drain services, including drain unblocking, drain cleaning, pipe repairs, drain CCTV inspections, and many more drain services, which have warranted them being accredited five in a row business all-star and also all-star Cavan Business of the Year. for joining me on AIBF Business Talk today, John. John, I absolutely love the whole story behind the background as to how John Hart Environmental, you know, set up from the start, because I'm sure there's many of our listeners here today that might be contemplating setting up their own business or maybe just there at that infancy stage and would take great inspiration from your story, John. If you could take us back to where it all started around the kitchen table, John. Hi, Elaine. It's great to catch up with you. Yeah, so... Um... Back in 2017, April the 1st, I was working for another company and uh, I decided to go home. So when I went home, then um, my wife told me, why are you not at work? I said, well, I'm not going to go to work. So she said, you need to go to work. I said, I'm not, I'm not. So we had a bit of banter back and forth for a bit. And then she said, well, should we have a house? We've new kids just born and what's your mentality? So I told her I'm going to work for myself. So we did. She she let me off after a bit of aggression. She let me back off. So um, <laughs> away it went. Um, April the 4th, we registered the company, John Hart Environmental. Um, 230 euro is all we had, which was crazy, I suppose, at the time. It was 230 euro to me name. And I went to new, to the accountant, told me, I, told me I need to get a bank account. I need to get set up. This was wonderful. I thought, yeah, this is great. This is business. We're flying. <laughs> and then he asked me, how much money have you got to put into the bank? I said, um, how much money would I need? He says, um, I would suggest you put about 20,000 in as a start off kind of fund. Oh, uh, I kind of got a little bit jelly in the chair with him. I was like, uh, well, um, I kind of don't have 20,000. I have 230 euro. So his, his, his attitude kind of changed with me and said, look, it, um, maybe we give you the best advice to go back and get your job. So I was like, no, 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 I won't. I'll pay you. I promise I'll pay you. I'm going for it. I'm going to do it. I don't know how you're going to do it, he says, but you look, mm-hmm. I know you. You're a local man. I know you. We'll, we'll run with it. Look, we'll not, we'll not fall out, but you need to pay me. <laughs> I said, oh, I will. I'll pay you. Of course, every man has to be paid. So I paid him. I was a little bit late in paying him. I told him I'd pay him in 30 days. I said, because credit <laughs> runs on 30 days, doesn't it? It does. So he was like, he said, look, he said, I'll give, I, I'll give you the grace. He said, but you need to pay me within that 30 days if you can. But it, I think it was 40 odd days I paid him. But mm. in the heel of the hunt, we went for it. Um, blood, sweat, grit, determination. Um, just drove on. Just kept pushing and pushing and pushing. Um, a lot of people like the humble side of a business. So any advice that I give anyone starting up a business is, you know, don't don't forget where you come from. Um, a lot a lot of people that's humble in business because people buy off people. I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people that's humble in business will succeed a greater passion because they're because their their hunger is there. You know, and if you've got that hunger to drive, you will make anything you want to make it. Yeah, as they call it, the fire in the belly. What I did. Um, what I did do is, it does. It drives you on. It drives you on. I um, I did have a lot of time there as well, where I didn't have diesel for the van. I was kind of. I was hoping and praying that the diesel would get me to the next job so the woman would pay me so I could put some money into my diesel tank. Mm. Um, it was tight on times, but it has turned over 
it has turned over tremendously as it's it's gone on. We've gained some great people with us on the company, um, and it's gone from it's gone from having its 130,000 euro turnover on its first turnover year to 1.9 million now on the last turnover. Coming into this year, I'd estimate we're gonna we're probably gonna hit over the 2.1, 2.2. So it's a continual growth on it. Um, there's a lot of people that you know. Um, would would say to you, you know, like you, you can't be doing that, you can't get this, you can't do that. That's never gonna work. You know, my advice to you, like as you said at the start of, of, of the conversation, was it would, maybe people would take some advice if they were trying to start up a company. Go for it, just mm. do it. You can do anything you can inspire to do. Well, John, you know what I mean? And I've I, I've learned that from myself, Elaine. Like you know, at the first part of it, determine determination. Left school when I was fourteen. I have no leaving certs. I have no education. There's no third level certificates, you know, there's just grit, determination and anybody that's listening, I would suggest, you know, go for it, try it, talk to some peers, talk to some people that's there, you know, hang yourself around with the people that you want to, you know, and that's, that's mighty, you know, because that's, it does help, it does, um, but it has, it has worked, but very important. Pains. there is pains, like, you know, like, um, as I'd say, like any, um, like any company, it has its growing pains, it has its stresses, but, um, you know. And if we just go back there to the start, right, when you, you made that decision, you were going to yeah. go for it, you got advice from your accountant, right? So you obviously knew that there was a need or a niche for what, an, an area, or there was business there and what you wanted to do. There was, there was. And, and a lot of people go out in business to do things that they've got experience in doing or they've done for many years themselves, working with another company and their drive and determination is is where they want to bring a business to the, to the, to the table, right? So I kind of did the same. You know, my previous companies, I thanked them so much because you learn so much from them. You learn so much from them as well. Like every company, they have the goods and bads. But I knew, I knew, Elaine, at the start, there's a better service that I can provide. There's, there's, more, there's more customer focus that can be added here. You know, if we look after the customer, excuse me, if we look after the customer, we've got any any amount of opportunity to grow. And I, as I said at the start, people buy off people. And I knew, as you as you asked the question, I, I knew I knew the answer. I was saying, yeah, like Elaine, look, I knew the niche. I seen the niche for the simple reason being there was a room to improve with customer service, bring better things to the table, have better reporting software systems. And look, we brought it in and it, and it worked. So you really knew the value of your customer and how, I suppose, they expected and appreciated and would show loyalty to a better service than perhaps what you felt was being an, was an offer. Yeah, look, at big shout out to all my customers. Like we took customers from 2017 on with us. Um, I think 98% of our customers are still there today. And you know what? Fair play because we wouldn't be anywhere without number one, our team, number two, our customers. And then, you know, like, if you keep your customers, you will always be in business. Like, as I said, and I still stick to it, people buy off people, good customer service. And we've grew it on that. We've grew with the people that's grown on, on their contracts as, as our clients, mm -hmm. you know, and then new people joining on with us as well, noticing what we've done for our existing clients. John, what are the biggest, I suppose, roadblocks and, and you know, roadblocks that people and hurdles come across when they're setting up a business could be maybe after a year or two when they need to grow is finance and funding and you are in a business that you know there's a fine capital outlay how did you navigate that side of things 
you know, when it turned out that right at the start, you didn't have a huge amount to invest and put into that bank account as your accountant suggested. Excuse me. So what what we did, um, and I say we because my wife's beside me all the way doing this. Um, so when I refer to we, it's the both of us. We we kind of got, we, we got our jobs. We got our money from our invoicing and we reinvested as much money as we could back in. So we grew the business in a smaller scale from the first from the first year. Mm. Um, so as we done it from April to December on 2017, we actually tendered for a huge contract that we couldn't actually do. And we we tendered for this particular contract. And, and I know even Linda was saying to me, like, you're still mad. Like, how are you going to do it? I said, look, I know some people. That's my answer. I know some people. So some we'll get help. We, we've got some subcontractors. Look, we'll get it done. So um, we actually won the contract. Um, when we won the contract, then we needed to scale up with repair units and some tools and equipment. So we managed to strike a deal with a, a leasing company for a van leasing company. Mm-hmm. They gave us some vans. Um, still to this day, we we stick to our guns because they helped us out. We always we always lease vans, even though we have our own vans purchased. We always we always lease the vans in. Um, I, I managed to get some financing of, of, uh, of a financing company to, to fund us. They did say, look, you, you kind of need more cash flow to be able to run this kind of contract because you need it. So rang some friends. Listen, I've got a contract on. Very good customer. Um, going to have no problem getting paid. Any chance we could run some credit on these jobs. So we started to run some credit accounts and stuff like that. And when mm-hmm. we got through on the stages, of that contract, we actually were able to payment stage the contract. So we were able to pay off what we needed, but it is a scalable business with money. You can only scale because the value of the stuff that you need to buy from a machine being half a million to to, to, to 200,000 to 60,000, there's, there's, there's an awful lot of money that needs to go back in. So what we had to do was get the money, stock the money, use the money then to buy some more equipment. So we managed with our finance partners, which which um, really help us out um, with our finance partners and just managing the, the income and flow of money to be able to reinvest. We've managed to get a lot of assets to where we are today, which is very lucky. And I suppose the whole thing is, that, and you mentioned the word partners there, is that just to keep those open relationships with your partners, with your finance partners, because sometimes when somebody says, jeepers, I need you know, X amount, or you, you mentioned, you know, machinery there and equipment costing up to half a million, you know. Um, and sometimes that can be just, you know, put down the blinkers on a perceived opportunity that somebody may, might have. But knowing that you can do things like, you know, reinvesting as you as you invoice, stage payments. But there are structures you can put in place with your partners to be able to circumnavigate those hurdles, John. Correct and right, Elaine. It's just, again... It's just talking to people, the communication, making them friends, making sure, you know, at the end of the day, if you've got a creditor working for you, and this goes back to anybody ideally thinking of starting business, you know, make sure your creditor gets paid. You know, try to try your best. If you, you know, if you're late or anything like that, just try your best to communicate. It's all about communicating and you will mm. always gain from communicating. And we have some great, as I say, we have some great partners and it is it's just after building relationships over the years as we pass through. We're in the same suppliers you know, we haven't changed suppliers. The suppliers knocking, you know, and, and fair play to the sales team of different suppliers. They're knocking, look at John, we could give you this, we could give you this. Look at them, Grant. And I know my supplier prices have gone up in, in different areas because of 
obviously things that, that's that's going on with pricing and, and inflation and stuff. But to the end to the end result, the um, the business will always stay with the people that stayed with the business. Yes, you know what I mean. But of course, as the business grows, you need to obviously add more people, add more services, and add more structure. But I, I would be firm belief to stick with the ones you know that has stuck with the company, and that's that's what's got us on. You know, people, partners. You know, there's only two of us that own the company, myself and my wife, and it it, mm. it is it is it is it is difficult. You know, it is difficult, but with good partners and and good suppliers and and good subcontractors assisting, you you, 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 you we've made a good we've made a good success so far today. John, you've really, I suppose, excelled in such a short period of time. You know, and I think that's just that's due to the fire that you've had in the belly. You know, and the drive that was behind it. What next for John Hart? So we're trying to launch our building drainage waste management side of the business, which is recently registered as Megbuilt. Um, it's kind of a sister partner company to John Hart. So what we want to do is we want to put building drainage and waste management systems in place from mm. grease retention to forecourt servicing, oil interceptors, basically allowing anything that will intercept the waste to some category stage before it's gone for a disposal license plant. Um, we'd like to build we'd like to build that. Um, over the next 10 years of a plan to be able to come in in 10 years for the plans for aerobic digestion and, and such like that. But we have a couple of secrets up the sleeve to try and get stuff sorted out. But um, for straight away kind of things and what we're working on, we're working on the Meg build side, which is our building drainage, waste management systems from manhole covers to siphonic drainage. We've, we have a good mix of stuff that's coming to the market on our website. So... Um, hopefully we get as good a success as we do with the John Hurt site. Absolutely. And come here, it just, just shows that, you know, you're continually innovating. So it's not at any stage that you've set in your laurels and said, hang on here. You know, we've got the employees, we've got the contracts, we're winning the tenders. We've got so much, you know, equipment and capital and all of that invested. It's not a case of sitting in your laurels and saying, hang on here, let's let's enjoy it all. There's, you're actually continuously looking for new opportunities ways to innovate, better ways to do things and to manage the waste side of things. 100% Elaine. I think if if, uh, if sitting on the laurels is an option, I, I don't think that's ever going to work for anyone. You know, you've got to get up, roll up the sleeves, let's get on with it. But uh, I would say on a, on a lighter note, I was sitting on the toilet many of the time over the last five years holding my head, Elaine, thinking, oh Jesus, what am I doing? <laughs> but at the same time, yeah, look, we, we, always, we always just drove on. You know, we always drove on. We're always looking for new, better, innovative ways, even in the John Hurt side of, you know, working smarter, not harder kind of ways. And it's it's um, it's business. You're, you're always looking you're always looking for the best ways to, you know, to improve, even though you may think that, you know, like we have it wonderful. But there's always room for improvement everywhere, you know. Definitely. So on that note, John, I'd like to wish you I suppose, every success for the future, because I think you've some things nailed and that's especially you really know and value your customer and how important those relationships are and keeping those open lines of communication all around you. And I think that's such stalwart advice for a business of any stage you know, that's listening in. And I wish you and I suppose your family as well, because I know that your wife, as you said, has been beside you on every step of this journey. The very best for the future. And we look forward to hearing much more about the new side to the business as well over the coming years, because going down that route is so innovative as well. Um, so, John, very best of luck. Well done. Thank you very much for your time, Elaine. Take care. Thank you for listening to AIBF Business Talk today. I really do hope you enjoyed listening in. To find out more about the All-Ireland Business Foundation and the work that we do, especially the Business All-Stars programme, 
just go to www.aibf.ie. Remember, never put off until tomorrow what you can do today. Until next time, from your host, Elaine Carl. goodbye.